You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site, get the latest important news and notes you need to know from training camps. A lot of things going on early. Uh, one of the biggest developments, obviously, Aaron Rodgers reporting to Packers camp. So if you missed the show here on Locked On Fantasy Football, we broke down what that means for the Packers, what Aaron Rodgers can do for an encore after his 48 touchdown MVP prolific season of uh, 2020 here in 2021. So that's one of the shows we did this week uh, specific to that team situation in Green Bay. Then we also looked at the Michael Thomas injury there, the ankle surgery, how long he's going to be out and the impact on the Saints. So if you missed those shows on the Packers and Saints, those are up. Today we'll focus on the Rams and looking at the Cam Akers injury. So do a little bit catch up and reaction here, kind of trying to figure out where these uh, teams might go in the wake of a some of these developments. So the Rams, big blow losing Cam Akers, second-year breakout star. He was our number one guy there to watch out for. So torn Achilles out for the season. So we'll break down what it means for the Rams' backfield, where we can uh, mine the fantasy football there, look at how it affects the rest of their offense, uh, namely their new quarterback, Matthew Stafford, and then maybe look a little bit at uh, what Akers' recovery prospects here are after this uh, devastating injury in year two. So... We'll uh, break that down for you in a moment, starting there. But I do have to tell you, make sure you check out the live NBA Draft show tonight. NBA Draft GOAT, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick as well. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch for our live coverage tonight. July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Check it out for sure as uh, new players enter the NBA tonight here, starting with Cade Cunningham, a player to watch for sure. We'll see where he goes. All right, let's uh, talk about Cam Akers, the Florida State product. Unfortunately, big blow here before the start of training camp. Goes down with a ruptured Achilles, so quick note on Cam Akers, he's not going to be back this season, just a major injury, and he had a lot of injuries at Florida State, got banged up quite a bit, he didn't quite live up to his potential, that was part of it, but another reason was just the Seminoles didn't really have a great offensive line and all that, we know Akers really got into a groove in the second half of last season, so this is a massive blow, when you look at the numbers, he only started five games, but 625 yards rushing, two TDs to lead the team in yards. He also had 11 receptions for 123 yards and a touchdown. We had, he had some big games as a workhorse down the stretch, including a Thursday night against the Patriots. So he was going to be a big chunk of their offense, and we know that going back to Todd Gurley, the Rams like to have one guy featured to carry the load here and be special so they don't give away or tip their offense to the guy that can be the power back in early downs but also be the receiving back and that key change of pace guy. So you keep up teams on their toes through all three downs with your back as a runner and receiver. So now they have to uh, adjust to life without K-makers. This is significant. I think 
they were looking for the offense to flow through him and be a big part of what they do. They are a running team at heart, even though they got Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay's teams, when they're at their best, they're very good rushing offenses, and that's really what makes them go. It doesn't matter that Stafford has a bigger arm than Jared Goff, and Stafford's more of a playmaker than a caretaker in the Goff vein, but still, the running game is pretty critical. You look at last year, they ran for 2,018 yards, 4.3 yards per carry, 473 attempts, and Akers got 145 carries, but Daryl Henderson 138, and Malcolm Brown had 101. So pretty split there. Part of it dealing with more injuries for Akers and Henderson. Malcolm Brown pilfered quite a bit of touchdowns, but there are things to be had here when you look at uh, the combination of rushing attack totals. They also incorporated Robert Woods a little bit in the running game, so that probably won't change here with the injury and limitations of this backfield. So Akers, yeah, we won't count on him returning in 2022. Now let's look at this backfield now. Daryl Henderson is the lead back there. We know Malcolm Brown is gone. He's there. Signed with another team in Miami. So now you have uh, Henderson. We know there was promise for him. Remember, we were excited about Henderson a couple years ago. Then Malcolm Brown cut into it. Then they drafted Kamek. Acres last year. Henderson just hasn't been, been able to stay healthy. He's a good, speedy, explosive back from Memphis. That was kind of his calling card here coming into the NFL. So, again, he did average the most yards per attempt last year, 4.5 there on this team. He still could be more polished as a receiver, but he was more adept at that last year, playing off uh, Malcolm Brown. Brown was actually the most busiest there in terms of uh, the volume and the production there but it was pretty even all around here with brown being the red zone guy they trusted and the main uh, veteran there to trust in uh, third down situations with pass protection catching a few dump offs there so malcolm brown not having that veteran presence hurts a little bit henderson will be called upon to do a lot here but i don't expect him to be the workhorse i just don't think he has that complete skill set that acres does so who's next here you have Xavier Jones. He's a second-year undrafted player there from SMU. You have Jake Funk, the rookie late-round pick from Maryland. Then you have Raymond Calais. He was with the Buccaneers. And so kind of a mix of younger backs. And the one thing that the Rams have said is they're not going to go out and get a veteran back in this mix. They're happy with the combination of backs they have here. We know that tune can quickly change, but... People have been thinking, okay, they might give Todd Gurley a call, but Gurley's just worn down. He's not going to give you a lot. You wouldn't get another injury-prone, older, worn-down back here to replace one guy who went down for the season. So you do have some fresh legs with Henderson. He has had some promise. Again, if he can stay healthy, he can have a decent role here. I think just what you might see is the inexperience of the other receivers on and as running backs on this team, might give Henderson a bigger role here. But Xavier Jones can't be discounted. He's a straight-up power back. Jake Funk is a good athlete. Calais is a little smaller change of pace back. Henderson relies a lot on speed and quickness. But Xavier Jones is the one guy that gives him that punch pop to get going in the red zone. Again, Henderson should be expected to see most of the touches here for the Rams. But watch out for Jones. He's second on the depth chart right now in training camp. He made the team... Last year, he fought to do that, so the coaching staff really likes him. Jake Funk was drafted because he has a lot of intriguing all-around skills, but inexperience is a late-round pick. Xavier Jones is the guy that they liked a lot more than Funk at this point. Calais, 
could have some good value because of his unique uh, diminutive dasher kind of uh, skill set. And he can also help uh, alleviate Daryl Henderson in kickoff return game as well. So it could be a tough way for Jake Funk to make the team. I think he would have had an uphill battle had Cam Akers been around, especially with Jones there. But now I think just with the depth here, you go four deep with the Rams, there's a good chance all four of these guys will be carried into the season. So, yeah, so that's how you look at it here. And uh, Daryl Henderson, by the way, ranked 21st. So he's up all the way to 21. So he's considered an RB2 here, according to the expert consensus half-point PPR ranking. So people expect Henderson to get the majority of the touches, but again, do not sleep on Xavier Jones. He is uh, down there in... 100 range right there so people do have him on the radar and he could easily kind of steal this backfield we know they like malcolm brown that style between the tackles so somebody watch so you get henderson you can take a chance on him there as an rb2 or you can wait here much later among the running backs in the hundred so you can really get xavier jones for really nothing there late in your draft and that definitely has a lot better value than trying to reach for Henderson and hope that he comes through here when that hasn't been the body of work, even when he's had the opportunity. But right now, you'd have to say if you're looking for the early value, Henderson is the guy you trust. You're just going to have to expect he's more of the PPR guy. I mean, he did have as many touchdowns as Brown last year. I don't see him being a big scorer in the way that Brown was because he's not that type of back, but Jones could certainly pilfer a lot of that. So. Way that way, what your league formats are. I think if it's half point or full point, you feel a little bit better about Henderson because that's not Jones's game there. But if it's more standard league, uh, Jones has more value in relation here to Henderson going forward. And again, Funk and Calais are just uh, back-end roster guys that I don't think are going to have a significant role. I know there are three bodies involved in this backfield between Akers, Henderson, Brown, but out of necessity in the running game and Calais going to be very limited versatile cog there that sees mainly, mainly work on special teams while Jake Funk tries to hang on here as a swing back up with Akers off the roster. All right, so there's a look at uh, the direct impact there on how the Rams might reshape their backfield and uh, how they're going to make up for Akers' uh, potential loss production. We will get into what this means for the passing game as well. This is a big blow in that sense for what the Rams are trying to do. And so we'll do that in our next segment. But I do have to remind you that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. While you're in your door, often pointless for seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when choosing Rock Auto. Why spend... 30, 50, even 100% more of the same parts from a chain store car dealership. You can take advantage of Rock Auto's prices, which are reliably low for every customer. You'll find everything there at rockauto.com that you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Again, if you have any odd parts, and I've looked at some for my Ford C-Max and Honda Accord, they're slightly older models, go check it out at Rock Auto. You'll find them. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto part needs. And when you go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car, truck, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You can find them at rockauto.com. We'll be back to continue looking at the impact of losing Cam Akers has on the Rams offense here as a whole for 2021. All right, so 
Cam Akers is the subject here of this podcast, uh, Fantasy Football. We're breaking down the implications of losing him. So we talked about Daryl Henderson. Good bet to be seeing most of the touches here. I think it could be as many as 70% of these touches, but could drop to 60. Xavier Jones being the power back. And uh, Jake Funk and Raymond Calais having a little mild roles there on this team. So, again, Henderson is worthy more, I think, as a lower RB2 a borderline flex than a high-end RB2 at this point. Now, Matthew Stafford, he's been uh, going pretty high in drafts here. He's been one of the last QB12 guys that you've had as a candidate. So that would say he's a QB1 in many people's eyes. Those numbers were not there last year, and neither was Jared Goff in this offense last year. So Matthew Stafford, in fact, is ranked 12. So QB12 on the board the last QB1 out of Joe Burrow. But again, Stafford, there are going to be some limitations. They had big plans for short to intermediate passing between Akers and Stafford, so that's a big loss. He's going to have to trust one of these backs. Look at this uh, offense. Uh, you don't have uh, Gerald Everett. You said goodbye to Josh Reynolds. You're not sure if it's going to be Van Jefferson or Deshaun Jackson flanking Robert Woods or Cooper Cup most. So the weapons are actually limited. I think the guy that's key here is Deshaun Jackson stretching the field, but if you don't have the power running game, you can't set up the same play action opportunities. Stafford is not exactly a mobile guy for bootlegs and that kind of movement here as an older quarterback, pretty much a pocket passer. So this uh, takes away maybe potential play action. If Henderson is not effective running the ball here for the Rams, the way that Akers could have uh, some special ability. So you lose that setup in the passing game. You lose the check down in the passing game here that you could trust. So Henderson has to show a lot more as a receiver here. But in relation to that, you look at uh, Cam Akers, he's going to make Robert Woods and Cooper Cup a lot busier here. You have to throw the ball underneath Tyler Higbee as well from that because you don't have Akers in that uh, passing game, but you also need to throw the ball more probably with the limitations that Henderson might have here producing in this backfield. So I think Robert Woods, again, he was a big part of what they were doing in the rushing attack as a change of pace. They get the ball to his hand in Jet sweep action and things like that. So I don't think that's going to change. The Rams like that wrinkle here with Woods there. I think what might be hurting here is uh, Jackson and Jefferson trying to get the ball downfield. So I guess Woods and Cup are going to benefit a lot from this because they can catch passes uh, in short areas, but Woods also has that benefit of being a pretty decent runner when he gets the ball in his hands out of the action here. So might have to do a little bit of misdirection, changing things up to produce in the running game a little bit more. The good news here is the Rams' offensive line is outstanding still. Andrew Whitworth back. Rob Havenstein, pretty good tackles there. David Edwards, they're high on him. This should be a little bit better run-blocking unit here this year. So there's some promise there for Henderson and Jones to be quite productive. But again, in the passing game, they're going to have to diversify the portfolio even more. So that helps Woods Cup mainly trickle down to Higby. But I think the two deep threats, Jackson and Jefferson, hurt most by not having that consistent power threat. And that's why you might see Xavier Jones pounding a little bit more between the tackles because I don't think that's Henderson's game here that you can trust in 2021. So Stafford, to me, I think this kind of uh, keeps his uh, value about the same because he's going to have to throw a little bit more, you think. The check downs might be gone, but it helps uh, Woods and Cup get more involved. They're all over the field. So Stafford, probably about the same. I mean, you look at the quarterbacks that are ahead of him. We talk about Aaron Rodgers being number eight. In between Rodgers and Stafford, you have Jalen Hurts at nine, the running ability baseline. Tom Brady coming off the big year with the big weapons. Ryan Tannehill, 
very productive last year, pretty intact here just with different guys there in the offense. So Stafford making an adjustment. So you look at Joe Burrow, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence, some of these guys right behind him, some upside there for sure. For those other guys, uh, they're behind Stafford. And again, Stafford stays status quo with his value. And just don't overdraft Stafford based on the hype. And I think in reality, this hurts the Rams and their uh, chances overall of winning the NFC West. All right, so there's a breakdown of uh, what happened with uh, Cam Akers and uh, the rest of this offense. And uh, we'll close with uh, some final thoughts on this situation and where you should go as well as uh, what could be Akers' future in this league and if you should uh, invest too much in a Dynasty. I do have to tell you about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is full swing for the second half of the trade deadline here. Everyone pushing towards the postseason. You can track all the action at Bet Online. It's also almost time for NFL preseason games as we wait for the NBA draft and NHL just got its draft done. So we're looking more futures and props in those sports. The NFL just around the corner here. Get the latest news, odds, and information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, and of course your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline, your laptop or mobile device, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the game as teams continue their push for the postseason, and get ready for the preseason. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is go to BetOnline and enter the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to uh, break down the final thoughts here with uh, Cam Akers missing from the Rams offense this season. All right, so... It is a big blow, certainly, for the Rams. Again, if you're looking to bet on them with over under win total, I think I lean a little bit more towards the 49ers and Seahawks to potentially take the division with the trust more. As for Akers, I mean, this is a guy that's had a lot of injuries in a short period of time. The Achilles is a really tough one to come back from. We know it. It's a rupture here. So we don't know if he'll ever be the same. So... That's a little concerning because Akers was off to a potentially great start here. So he got hurt while training. So, again, uh, it's just terrible. So they were planning big role for Cam Akers, feature every down here. They probably, in now retrospect, wish they had Malcolm Brown back. But, yeah, you can't foresee all this. But, yeah, Akers is certainly a guy that uh, had a lot of issues, had an ankle already here. So, a little bit concerning. Hopefully you can come back and be relevant in fantasy football, be healthy there, and be a special back that he has the potential to be, that he's flashed at Florida State following uh, Dalvin Cook. But, yeah, it's just not looking so good for him uh, to stay on track. Availability and durability are a big part of ability in the NFL, and we haven't seen that too much yet from Cam Akers. Uh, very disappointing, I think, especially for the Rams, but... In terms of going forward, again, if they don't see a lot enough from Henderson and Jones, they could look at a different back, but it's a tough system to comprehend here. With Sean McVay calling the offense, he kind of is dedicated to some of his guys already in-house. That's been his deal here since taking over in the Rams. And uh, I think he'll just go with a hot hand, feature the guy he needs to. If Henderson disappoints him, he wouldn't mind pivoting to Xavier Jones. You might see Jake Funk in the mix at some point, but... Yeah, they're going to have to piecemeal this together. I do not trust any of those backs to take this all over. And again, the Rams probably will have to think about dressing running back in another way, given the first two seasons of Akers and how they've gone with injuries here in 2021. So 
Overall, I think the Rams have some good offensive upside still, but I think it leans a little bit more towards a passing game, which keeps Stafford status quo, even though he loses acres of the backfield. Woods and Cup, I just point their arrow up. While I don't like the other receivers here, Jackson and Jefferson, more occasional deep threats here as third receivers, third receivers in terms of 3A, 3B, and Higby, again, might be needed more to block to help this offensive line in general to uh, boost the running game. As uh, I don't think Henderson or Jones are, are as natural as Akers in uh, creating holes and making moves here. So a big blow for the Rams offense, changes the landscape of what they want to do here. Cam Akers gone, but we have to adjust like we always do in fantasy football. Injuries are part of the game in reality and fantasy, and we need to find and extract the Rams' best value. And again, Henderson... Reluctantly, I'm going to say, is the guy that when you look at to try for an RB2 flex, but do not be surprised if Xavier Jones ends up with a pretty key role behind him, and uh, they work in the other backs as well and have this as a full-blown committee out of necessity. And that's that's the thing with the Rams. They don't love the committees with McVay, but sometimes the skill sets and the combination of players that you have dictate where you should be, and that's uh, certainly what's happening with the Rams. So a little bit more pass heavier here in 2021 with that news and certainly not going to control games and uh, again one thing defensively they need to protect their defense a little bit better so they're totally not going to go away from their defense but I think opening these up already was in the plans with Stafford and the big arm and now they probably will lean more towards that and something with uh, Xavier Jones to note is that Aaron Donald is really impressed with what he can do in the tack box there uh as a young back, so there's some promise here for Xavier Jones. He's going to be one of the deep sleepers we're going to watch in the drafts. And again, I think he's a much better value than reaching for Henderson with his injury-prone status of his own as an RB2 here much earlier in the draft. All right, there's your Cam Akers uh, fantasy football fallout here for the Rams. And uh, we will uh, continue uh, watching situations like this all over the league. We will eventually get to... Uh, it's team by team, uh, kind of preseason preview here, going in, uh, kind of assessing all those teams' fantasy football value, with on top of whatever develops in training camps as they go here in locked on fantasy football. So we'll be here for you all the way, five days a week from now through the end of the season here on Locked On Fantasy Football. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow Locked On Bets podcast. Brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. We'll be talking betting and all that over-unders and all that when the game's uh, come as well. So check us out on Locked On Fantasy Football for this edition of LOFF. Focusing on Cam Akers. This has been Mayire. Have a great day and see you on Friday to close the week with more training camp reports for fantasy football.